You are Locked On Chargers, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Chargers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up and welcome into the Locked On Chargers podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Wade. Joined as always, my co-host, David Drogemeyer, and we are two sports writers who got our start covering the Chargers over five seasons ago doing our own Facebook Live show, Chargers Domination Live. I write for the LA Football Network, and this is our fourth season as a host of the Locked On Chargers podcast, bringing you your team every day. What's up, guys? Welcome into the show. Today will be a fan appreciation show today for sure, so let me just thank you guys for checking out the show today. A special thank you to those who are checking the show out for the first time, but make sure you guys follow the show to make sure you never miss one. You can do that wherever you get your podcast from, but on today's show, we are going to break a record because we are getting into eight voicemails from Chargers fans everywhere after that win against the Kansas City Chiefs. So many great topics to get into, but we're going to talk about how the Chargers can fix their run defense, talk about what Brandon Staley has brought to this defense, and some key things that we're seeing with him so far, and we'll also get into how the Chargers contain Patrick Mahomes, and so much more. But don't forget, guys, if you guys want to get on the next voicemail show, the Lockdown Chargers voicemail line is 323-524-7924. So, so many topics to get into. Let's start with Kartik calling in from Toronto. It's been a while. Let's hear what he asked for us this week. Hey, guys, this is Kartik from Toronto. Really psyched about the great victory in Arrowhead we had last weekend. I want to ask you guys about the run defense. I know we've been struggling the first three weeks, but how would you seem, how would you improve it? Would you add bigger personnel, put more linebackers in the box? Because, you know, with the schedule coming up, we got the Ravens and the Browns, and they're two run-heavy teams, and we don't want to run into a problem like we with Dallas where they limit our possessions. So just thinking, what would you do if you were Staley to improve the run defense? I know his style is death by a thousand paper cuts, but I just feel if this isn't corrected, it's going to bite us uh, down the road. Anyways, love the show, and talk to you guys soon. Take care. Bye. So, David, this is tough because part of the answer could be just it's not going to get better. Like, it will maybe get a little bit better, but it's going to be – an issue all season long. So when you're thinking about how the Chargers can improve their run defense, what would you go with? Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to bring in a couple of new bodies. I, I really do believe that. I know Forrest Merrill has been dealing with a little bit of a, an injury. Uh, I'm not sure why they haven't brought up uh, Braden Fehoko yet. I, I still think those guys would be better suited to helping in the middle of this defense. But I also think they're going to have to continue to scheme against the run more. I, I know that they're part, part of their message is that they want to allow teams to kind of move down the field as long as they're not getting the explosive plays. But some of those teams that the Chargers are going to play are going to take advantage of that. So the Chargers are going to have to scheme ways to stop the run. That's what it's going to have to be. Yeah, and I think part of it could be also getting Drew Tranquil on the field more, right? Because I do think that no he is a positive run defender for you, and he showed it his first season. Obviously, he missed all of 2020, but you could tell that the run defense was better with Drew Tranquil on the field on Sunday against the Chiefs, and it still wasn't good, but he played it better than Kenneth Murray has been playing it. So I do think a lot of it's on the defensive interior, and I do think some of it is just a personnel problem. You just don't have the horses, right, to some extent, and Brandon Staley isn't willing to give up the explosives on the back end to challenge teams to throw a deep by stacking the box, but a lot of it just is if you're not winning your one-on-one matchups in Brandon Staley's defense up front, teams are going to get chunk yardage in the running game. They're going to be able to consistently hit you for four or five, six yards, but giving up 5.8 yards per carry 
is unacceptable. And there's a couple of teams coming up on the schedule that we'll get into that are really, really going to test it and test how Brandon Staley is going to adjust to these things. Let's get to the next voicemail here. This time we have Kirk calling in from Nebraska. Let's see what he asked for us. Hey, it's Kirk Massey in Eagle, Nebraska. And I just listened to your show this morning. Thanks for all the work you guys do. Appreciate it. Um, got a couple of things to – one observation and a couple of couple of things I'd like your input on. The first observation is things just feel different, and it's it's pretty awesome. I mean, I'm going to even go back to the Dallas game. There was a point in that game where – Justin Herbert and the offense went like 110 yards for a touchdown because they had like four penalties, all kinds of things, and they still scored a touchdown. That was just awesome. Felt good. This week, just all of the, you know, going for it, the fourth and nine, you guys covered it all. Awesome stuff. Really appreciate it. Uh, so the couple of things I want your input on are a couple of things I've observed, and one of them was just how Brandon Staley is putting people in the right position because I just noticed Jerry Tillery had a bigger impact in this game. But if you notice it, he's still he's still not very good against the run. He still gets pushed around. The middle of our line is 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 bad against the run. I mean, get kind of getting pushed around. But he put Tillery in positions where he was having success, which is pretty awesome to see a coach kind of do that like there was one point where Tillery ran around and got Mahomes and it was just great you know I so I want your input on kind of Brandon Staley putting guys in position to succeed you know after three weeks it's really noticeable that he's doing that the second piece which is the wind was a big factor you saw you know all kinds of things happening did you notice how Justin Herbert adjusted his throws for the wind. And even Patrick Mahomes was having problems. Look at his, look at Patrick Mahomes last throw. It was kind of wobbly. It didn't get to the end zone. You know, just stuff like that. Whereas Herbert's throws were just lasers and right on it. And the, and the wind really didn't seem to affect it. Even look at, look at the Jalen Guyton one. That throw was beautiful. Didn't look like there was any wind at all. Just wanted your guys' thoughts on those couple of things. Anyhow, appreciate all the work you do. Thanks. Have a great day. So I think you make some very good points there, Kirk. And I do think it feels much different with Brandon Staley. And we've been saying that since his first press conference, right? We didn't know how it would express itself. We did know it did feel different. And I do think, for me, one of the ways that you see Brandon Staley's impact on the defense is looking at the fact that I don't think we've seen one single totally blown coverage yet through three games and a totally new defense with guys who are used to playing in Gus Bradley's defense for the most part. There hasn't been one giant blown play. Like the biggest play this year was Terry McLaurin. Me and David were talking about before the show, but like Nazir Adderley was still right there and should have picked it off. Like nobody's doing anything explosive against the Chargers defense. And I think that part of that is just Brandon Staley, Derwin James as well, having such great communication even early on in this defense where even the plays where the Chargers are getting beat, you see what the plan was. You see who was supposed to be there, and maybe they just got beat in their one-on-one matchup. But I do think that, David, that is one way that Brandon Staley's impact has already shown itself early on in 2021. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's very clear that Brandon Staley has brought in a few things to change things up. And one of the things that I've seen is the aggressiveness and just being just great. Honestly, it feels, it felt a little uncomfortable early on just seeing him go for it on fourth downs, just because we've seen so many chargers coaches not make the obvious decision. 
But Brandon Staley did, and he has done it consistently throughout the season. That's one of the things that I've loved from Brandon Staley is that aggressiveness, especially on fourth downs, trusting Justin Herbert to go out there and, and get it done. And he has. So that's been very refreshing for me. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, Jerry Tillery did get pushed around. But yeah, like I said, you're willing to live with some of that if he's getting that interior pass rush. And he was definitely put in some of the right situations, but also just executed much better than we've seen. And yeah, I mean, Justin Herbert's arm was a laser beam through those wins. But the fade passes were the ones I was most impressed with just because those are the ones that get more affected by the win. So those throws to Mike Williams in those spiraling wins and all of that, I mean, that was very, very impressive, especially for a guy who's played in 18 games in his NFL career so far. But we do have six more voicemails that we have to get into. So coming up after this, we're going to talk about how the Chargers contained Patrick Mahomes on Sunday and also how big these next three weeks are for the Chargers coming up against the Raiders, Browns, and Ravens to prove that it wasn't just a flash in the pan against the Chiefs. So we're going to get into that coming up right after this. But first, I need to tell you guys about an app that is going to save anybody money who gets any kind of gas for their car, and that is get upside i mean i get gas i'm assuming most of our listeners get gas right you go to the gas station you buy gas you could be saving money on every gallon and with gas prices going up get upside is the app that you need my listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas that they're buying every time they fill up just download the free get upside app in the app store or the google play store right now and use the promo code touchdown and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up that's 50 cents back, guys, for every gallon that you get when you first fill up your car with the GetUpside app. And all you have to do is use the promo code TOUCHDOWN to get that 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out at any time from your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. All you guys have to do to save money on every tank of gas that you get is download the free GetUpside app and get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank with the promo code TOUCHDOWN. I also need to tell you guys about the official betting sponsor of the Locked on Chargers podcast, and it's BetOnline. Guys, right now is the best time to be betting on sports because it's football season, and there's just so many different things that you can bet on at BetOnline. When it comes to football season, you can still get some odds on Asante Samuel Jr. winning the Defensive Rookie of the Year as well as getting some good odds this weekend if you think they're going to take down the Raiders on Monday Night Football. But the only place that we bet is with Bet Online. So make sure to check out their new updated site and interface with even more odds, props, and contests at betonline.ag. They continue to be the number one source for everything football. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the best offers of the 2021 season. Just head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive a 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up, guys. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's promo code LOCKEDON, all caps, one word, at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, well, this voicemail bonanza is going to continue here. And once again, you guys can always get your voicemail on the show by calling into 323-524-7924. The more concise they are, the better questions you have for us, the more likely they are to get on the show. But we're trying to break a record. So let's get into this next caller here, David, and let's get to first-time caller Renee. Let's see what they have for us. How's it going, y'all? My name is Renee, a lifelong Charger fan, first-time caller. I just got done watching the game, and oh, my God. That whole illegal shift, not once but twice this game, yeah, I don't know, but I'm super happy the Chargers came out with a dub. Everyone was doubting us. 
I know even y'all were doubting us, but I feel like our defense did really good containing Patrick Mahomes and our offense. They did good too. Uh, I love what you guys are doing. It's actually my first year listening to you guys. You guys are amazing. You guys keep doing what you're doing and I plan on listening to you guys for as long as y'all are going. So thank you again and bolt up. <laughs> I mean, don't even get us started on the illegal shifts. I mean, I think everyone has had enough illegal shifts to last them a lifetime at this point, but get set, damn it. <laughs> the Chargers definitely did a great job of containing Patrick Mahomes. He had a couple of runs early on in the game. Those disappeared. I mean, Drew Tranquil had a nice one catching a scrambling Patrick Mahomes for only like a two-yard gain, but it erased a lot of those explosive plays, Dave, because that's where Patrick Mahomes is at his best when the play breaks down. There's only so much time corners have where they can stick to some of the guys they have out there catching the football. So it is important to talk about how good of a job the Chargers defense did. Even though they got scored on and got the ball moved on them a lot, they really got rid of those explosive plays, and it started with keeping Patrick Mahomes in the pocket. And everyone knew the plan, Daniel, even Austin Eckler. If you watch the mic'd up that the Chargers put out all over their social media pages on YouTube, then you know that Austin Eckler was like, hey, that's right, keep his ass in the pocket. <laughs> everyone knew it. Everyone knew the plan. And that, I think, is definitely something that's going to benefit this team. Also on one of the, I think it was Pat McAfee's show, Austin Eckler was on there. And we were talking before the show about how they have a team meeting on Wednesdays where everyone in the organization, the special teams, the offense, the defense, they all get around Coach Daly and Coach Daly goes over the plan. So everyone knows what's going on. The offense knows what the defense is doing, special teams, and et cetera. So I think that's a huge reason why the Chargers are having a lot of success. They're no, they all know the game plan and they're going out to execute it. And I think that pays dividends because I do think that you just get more investment from the guys that are on the sideline. They're not checked out because they're not on the field. They're invested because they know what the team is trying to do. And I mean, it's even the trainers, the front office, they get everybody together and they do seem very connected so far, except for all the dumb penalties. But let's get to the next voicemail here. This time we have Harrison from Connecticut. Let's see what he has for us this week. Hey guys, it's Harrison from Connecticut. Um, super, super stoked about the win we had today. Um, I love Mike Williams. He looks great. Again, he looks like a completely different person under Staley. Um, the offense was clicking today. Uh, run game was questionable at times, but Eckler made huge runs at the end of the game. Super hyped about the win. Hopefully this starts some momentum because the next three weeks are going to be tough. We've got the Raiders, the Browns, and then the Ravens. Go Chargers. So, I mean, yes, Mike Williams, fantastic. The offense with the running game, it wasn't great. I mean, especially against that defense, but – the part I want to talk about here is the Chargers not being content. I mean, Austin Eckler also talked about that on the Pat McAfee show, too. Like, you just can't be content because there's no bad teams that you're going to play anytime soon. You have the I mean, Raiders are 3-0 right now. Then you have the Browns. You also have the Ravens. That's three really, really tough matchups in the next three weeks. That's where you're going to have to prove that. It wasn't just a flash in the pan against Kansas City. That wasn't a lucky game, as Brandon Staley says after the game. Are any of you surprised by this, right? Like, we're going to be surprised by it until they do it consistently. So as much as I loved what they did on Sunday against the Chiefs, they have the next couple weeks here to show that that wasn't luck, right? That's just who we are. We're going to continue playing that way the entire season. Another thing that Brandon Staley said is, we're not here to participate. We're here to compete. We're here to win. And that is the mentality that you want in a head coach. I love that. That fired me up when I heard that. And they're going to have to take that mentality into these next games that they're going to play because, yes, they are very good football teams in their own right. And the Chargers are going to have to have unique game plans to attack each and every one of them. 
Yeah, and especially against those teams who are going to be running the football very, very well. I mean, Brandon Staley, with the personnel he has right now, I mean, maybe they add somebody, but they're not adding an impact player, right? You're not going to just get an all-pro player defensive tackle at this point in the season. Those are going to be the games where you're seeing if he's really getting the most out of these guys or if there's any more he can do going up against the Ravens and the Cleveland Browns, two of the best rushing teams in the NFL, right? And so that's going to be tough. We're going to have to see how they hold up because so far the Chargers haven't had a great start as far as their run defense goes. But let's get to the more of these voicemails. Next, let's get to one of the OG voicemail cars and see what Curtis Loki has for us this week. Hey, guys. Curtis Loki. Um, so... I've never been more happy to be wrong about that uh, that hot take I had last week about us not making the playoffs. I mean, obviously, it's a little early, like you guys said. But, yeah, um, Chargers definitely uh, showed up today, and it was really nice, especially in Arrowhead. So I'm pretty excited, man, as I'm sure everybody that's a Chargers fan is. Um, there's a lot of great things to talk about, whether it's Jerry Tillery stepping up, um, Asante Samuel making a play on a pick, Aloha Gilman, you know, finally making his presence known to a degree. And I cannot be any more happier with anyone on defense other than Nazir Adderley, man. He, he played so well today, very hard hits. It, it seems like Staley is, is, uh, very, very good at what he does. So, I'll tell you what, man, um, no more negative takes uh, from me for here on out, man. I just I look forward to the rest of the season and all the good that's going to come with it. So cannot wait to play the Raiders. I'm so excited to, to deflate their happiness over there. So, all right, man, go Bolts. <laughs> well, Curtis, I mean, I appreciate you calling in and being glad that you were wrong. I mean, it's still too soon to tell, Ryan. If we're going to tell you that last week, we have to tell you that again this week because it is just one game. The Chargers, like I was just saying, they still have to continue to go prove it. But I do want to talk about Nazir Adderley here because, David, that is such a big part of this defense being good is Nazir Adderley being able to step up alongside Derwin James and be solid on that back end. This weekend, we saw him absolutely explode into Clyde Edwards Alaire for the biggest hit oh, we've ever seen fine. from Nazir Adderley, hands down, right? And you also just saw him being solid on the back end not giving up any big plays back there against a very explosive offense. Nazir Adderley was definitely one of the guys that deserves a shout-out from Sunday's game. Nazir Adderley is a guy that we have been big fans of on this show. We have been big supporters, even when he didn't play well. But we have always saw the potential. We always knew that he can go out there and play well. We always wanted to see him next to Derwin James, and now we are starting to see it. We're starting to see that confidence grow. We're starting to see him read, react, and explode through uh, receivers and ball carriers. It's a beautiful thing. The tackling looks better. He just looks like he's starting to come into his own, and I think as the games go on, he's going to get more and more comfortable, and he's going to start turn the ball over more, which I really feel like is going to come. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, I think for Nazir Adderley, he had a rough week one, and he's looked better and better over the last two weeks, and that is really impressive, right? Him and Jerry Tillery, I mean, having pretty good games in this one, I don't think is a small thing. I mean, the Chargers need those dudes to come because, like I said, I mean, they only have so much personnel. It's hard to replace those guys. They just need better play from them, but I think every Charger fan hopes that, you know, they can bring the Raiders down a notch on Monday Night Football. And that's why I love getting into these voicemails, hearing your guys' reaction 
Almost every voicemail starts with what a big win by the Chargers. And a few more end with hopefully we can keep it going next week against the Raiders. And we do have three more voicemails to get into. So coming up next, we'll talk about the national media reaction to the Chargers big win. How good the cornerbacks have been playing for the Chargers and specifically Tavon Campbell. And then we'll also get into the Chargers not playing a perfect game, but still winning a game against a really good team. Coming up right after this, that if you ever need any kind of auto part, the only place to go is rockauto.com. Because with the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for you to go down to your local chain auto parts store and for them to stock all the parts that you need. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand that their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. So choose a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years because... Not only are you supporting a family business, but you're also going to have the best prices you're going to find because whether you're a mechanic or a daily driver, everybody gets the same great price at rockauto.com. So make sure you go check out their inventory, guys, because you're not going to be able to beat it. And go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts they have available for your car or truck and write locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. All right, back here with this voicemail bonanza, and we have some really, really good voicemails to wrap up the show today. So thanks again for making us your first listen of the day, and let's get into the next voicemail here from Superfan Zach, and let's hear what he has for us this week. Hey, guys, Zach from Florida here. So I'm just wondering an interesting topic with you. Do you listen to or pay any attention to any of the sports media the day after a game? The reason I ask is because we just beat the Chiefs on Sunday, and I'm always interested to see if we're going to get any praise for our win or if it's going to be about the other team. And after watching some clips, most of it is not even about us. Most of it is about how bad the Chiefs' defense is or, according to Pro Football Talk, how we might have gotten some questionable officiating help, even though we were on the road. Now, there were some... Good talk about our team, but again, I just want to know, do you even pay attention to sports media talking about our team after a win like this? Love to know your thoughts and bolt up. So David, I'm not going to lie here and say that I don't see what the national media is saying about the Chargers because one of the things that's funny too is just watching them and seeing what the takes are, knowing that they have trying to cover the entire NFL, right? Not just being able to watch one team and focus really on one team like we're able to do. But yeah, I mean, you want to hear the media say the Chargers are doing well and for them to get the respect that they deserved. And I thought there was a fair amount of it out there, you know, after Sunday's game. I think a lot of places are saying, are we concerned about the Chiefs right or the Chiefs? Does something not look right? But I thought for the most part, people were saying, hey, Justin Herbert's legit. The Chargers need to be taken more seriously. Yeah, and also, guys, yes, we're analysts. Yes, we're professionals, but we're also fans. So yeah, of course we pay attention to what other people are saying about the Chargers, what other media outlets are saying. And also I think we need that perspective too because we want to kind of get the pulse of what is out there on the Chargers and how people feel about them. So yeah, we definitely pay attention to it. And you want to see them get some respect after a big game, but I mean, that's what these guys get paid to do. There's always going to be some opinions that you don't agree with. But yeah, I think you have to pay attention to it to some degree. And I think it can just open your mind, too, on things that you might not be seeing as someone, you know, who only really cares about Chargers, right? As fans that are out there mostly do. Well, you get to hear, are other do other people think we're as good as we think that they are, right? But let's keep this going and let's get to Jay from Vegas and hear what he asked for us this week. 
Hey, how you doing, guys? Jay from Vegas again. Uh, amazing win this weekend. Uh, Staley is proving why he was the right man for the job. Uh, defense, Herbert, and Williams all balled out. We can see that the players are buying into this coaching staff. The uh, reason I say this is due to the lack of depth that we had at CB at the beginning of the season. Uh, but I feel like all the CBs have been playing at a high level. Uh, do you think Staley will continue the, hey, run at me approach because you won't be able to get big plays on passing downs? Uh, we're a few defensive tackles away from an elite defense, and the run defense is still a concern. Uh, thanks again for the podcast, and uh, bolt up. I want to focus on the corners part of this because one of the things that Brandon Staley did last year with the Rams that was so impressive was guys like Troy Hill, Darius Williams, you know, guys who were undrafted, who were left out, you know, for dead. Those guys had a renaissance year under Brandon Staley. Each one of them had their best season yet. I mean, probably their best season ever, right? And so far this year, whether it's Chris Harris Jr., Asante Samuel Jr., who's out there starting as a rookie, or Michael Davis, I mean, you have to be impressed with that group. All of those guys have played well. And then even when it's a guy like Tavon Campbell, you don't see a huge drop-off like what we maybe used to see with like Brandon Faison where he would come in and then he just gets picked on right away. So I do think that Derek Ansley, Brandon Staley, even Ronaldo Hill have done a really good job in the secondary so far with the safeties and the corners. Yeah, I mean, and they, they've dealt with some injuries like every other team, right? I mean, Chris Harris Jr. hasn't been out there. He's missed a couple of games. But you haven't seen that much of a drop-off. And I, I think that's what's really been important to point out here is these guys are coming out there. They're doing their jobs. And they're you know even doing a little bit more. Tavon Campbell getting a couple of those turnovers. Like, you love to see that. I mean, you, you these guys get their opportunities to go. They go in there and they do their job. That's, that's what you need from them. You don't want... And, you know, Brandon Faison to go out there, then paint him red and try to attack him because they know that he's vulnerable. These guys, they have done their job. They haven't uh, led to any of those busted coverages that we were talking about earlier. So that's what you want. That's definitely what you want. But we have one more voicemail to get into the record eighth voicemail of the show. And this time it's going to be Ivan from Victorville. Let's hear what Ivan has for us. What's going on, fellas? Ivan from Victorville here. Victory Monday. Feels great. It feels great to uh, get the monkey off our back with these Chiefs, man. Uh, I went into the game kind of skeptical, but uh, I know we always put up a fight with them. And, uh, you know, this is a long time coming, man. Uh, my biggest uh, comment or point with this win is uh, we didn't play a perfect game. I mean, we had four turnovers, got four touchdown passes, but the penalties are still there, which is a concern. Uh, I know that's on Jay Herb, but uh, he just needs to kind of slow down. Um, I know that that stadium was rocking, so um, I'm proud how they played. Uh, Javon Campbell, man, uh, he, he he was like MVP for sure. He was blanketing uh, on the coverage of uh, up top over a hill. All these, he, he was the one, man. He, he made a lot of people, the coverage, everything. Uh, uh, I'm glad to see him. Uh, playing the way he does, being that Harris is out and just everything we're going through. Um, I want to give a shout-out to Mr. Stolenberg. I feel like he didn't do great, but he didn't kill the game for us. Uh, I don't see, I'm not sure if that was on him. We can be this. Uh, if we can be the Chiefs not playing the perfect game, man, it's, it's, it's really good. I'm really pumped for the season, and I can't wait to play the Raiders because, man, these Raiders – these Raider fans are a little too high, but I think we need to uh, take them down a notch or two. Uh, and being how how much uh, yards they're putting over the air, I'm excited to see our secondary uh, do the same thing they did to Kansas City. But yeah, man, 
victory Monday. Bulls up, baby. Let's go. So, yeah, I mean, Dave was just talking about when Tavon Campbell comes out there, like you don't see a huge drop off. And we know how good Chris Harris Jr. was playing, right? When he was still in the lineup before he got injured. So no matter who they're putting out there, that secondary has been impressive. And yeah, they've been giving up so many rushing yards. The teams haven't had to throw on them as much. But I still think that a guy like Tavon Campbell deserves a ton of credit for going up against one of the best receivers in the league, forcing turnovers and continuing a strong takeaway, aggressive attitude that you saw from him in the preseason as well. But yeah, I do think there is something to take away. The Chargers didn't play the perfect game and they still beat the Kansas City Chiefs. But the Chiefs didn't play a perfect game either, right? I mean, there were a lot of mistakes on both sides. You're probably not going to be able to turn the Chiefs over four times every time you meet up with them, right? They don't usually do that. So the Chargers had some breaks too, but I mean, a lot of that was because of things that they were doing. So even though the Chargers, yes, I mean, it is impressive for them to win that game with those penalties, taking back a touchdown and taking back a big fourth down conversion and getting in their own way. It's still impressive, but the most impressive thing is just how they finished the game. I mean, scoring a touchdown on that last drive, going for it, being aggressive. Those were all the things that I kind of took away with it because you might get a better game from the Chiefs next time and you might have to be perfect, right? Or close to perfect to beat that team when they're clicking on all cylinders. And like we saw, even in that game, they can score in a hurry. But that is going to wrap things up for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in and really just, you know, contributing to us and to the show and getting your voices on here. Hearing the excitement from you guys was really cool for us. Like, it's cool to hear people be excited about this team right now. So we really appreciate everyone who called in today. If you guys want to be the next voice on the Lockdown Chargers podcast, you can call into the voicemail line. Once again, it's 323-524-7924. But thanks again for making us your first listen of the day. That's going to do it for today's show. But make sure to be back with us tomorrow, guys, because it's crossover Thursday. So we're going to be joined up with your boy Q from the Lockdown Raiders podcast. I mean, this is going to be a hell of a matchup on Monday Night Football. You guys are not going to want to miss tomorrow's show and of course your break queue is always awesome but to make sure you don't miss it follow the show wherever you get your podcast from whether that's spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, or the new odyssey app you can find us everywhere and make sure to rate and review on that platform if you can as well you can also find the show on all of our social media you can find the show on twitter at locked on lac instagram at locked on chargers and our locked on chargers facebook page and you can find me on twitter at dan talk sports and David on Twitter at DrotalkSD. But that's going to do it, guys. Thank you so much again for tuning into today's show and bringing some great content and some great energy. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Until then, take it easy and go Bolts.